0: Welcome back to the Live to Grand Podcast show. I'm Bernie C. Adams, and this is episode 333. I want to talk about networking and connecting with people at events. The reason why this is on my mind right now is because currently at South by Southwest, and by the way, I didn't even know anything about South by Southwest until Samantha and I got here for being here for our TV show, and definitely I found out the hard way because it was hard to find places here. There's so many people in town, it's insane. Can't even imagine the amount of money that goes through here for south by southwest. Some of the Airbnbs are going for $1000 a night and there're just so many people out. I so last couple of days have participated in some of the meetups, went to the bad crypto meetup with my buddy Joel Com and Travis Wright. They did a meetup. They had 1,600 people registered, and I think the the place only fit around 350 people. But went to that, and then also there was a founders meetup that I went to. got invited by Michael Dash, who's on the show here, I don't know, a week or so ago, and went to that and got to even meet with a founder. His name's Brian, I believe, of Founders, and that was the initial taco offering. It was all around crypto and blockchain, there was hundreds of people there, which is a great experience. I'm going to go into some of the things there, too, that can help you with networking, some do's and don'ts. And then after I went to this other meetup that was also with the blockchain. You know, there's been so much going on right now with the crypto space blockchain. And and with me, I'm getting just more knowledgeable about this because being an advisor for ShipChain, I want to be able to understand everything. And there's so much. It's a new time, you know. In the entrepreneurship world, I believe we feel like everybody knows about it, but honestly, about ninety nine percent of the people out there have no idea what's going on in this block space, block or blockchain space, and cryptocurrency world. They they know nothing about it. They're just starting to learn. But because I am in this space, I mean, all the people I'm meeting are either doing an ICO. They're they're trying to come up with their own coin. They want to raise money, and you know, it, it seems like we. It feels like things went really easy for ShipChain with us raising 30, I mean, literally within a year's time, a company that went from idea to having a prototype with the software basically raising $30 million and, and everything happening in such a short period of time. It's It's insane to think about, but it wasn't easy. There was a lot of things that had to happen, and we had a big team to make that happen. And you know, one thing, you look at all these different companies out there trying to do it, if you were ever looking to be a part of a uh, uh, ICO or, or part of a company, first look at their advisory board. Who's on their advisory board? Are How many people, the founders, are they full time? Are they just doing this on the side? What does their white paper look like? Is it legit? Are they actually solving a problem needing to be solved? Are they just trying to raise money for some random idea. I mean, there's a lot of scammers out there right now, so I will. I do believe that a lot of people are gonna make a lot of money, but I also believe a lot of people are gonna lose a lot of money. It'll be cool to see what happens over the next year with everything in this space. Um, but let's let's jump into the connecting side of things. So yesterday, I went to a networking event last two days, and I wanted I made sure to wear my ship chain shirt. Because I knew if I wore the shirt, then other people that were interested in ShipChain would come up to me and have a conversation. It could lead to some opportunities. Because last time, it was like two and a half weeks ago, I went to a meetup on a Tuesday. I wore the bright orange ShipChain shirt. And I had probably, I don't know, five, ten people come up to me. One was even somebody that invested in ShipChain that I had met before. I had some great conversations. So I did it at South by Southwest. Wow, so many people came up to me. Like I believe yesterday I probably had 30 people come up and talk about ShipChain. And some of them were people that just interested in potential partnerships. They said they thought that there could be some collaboration between us. Um, and also just people that were interested in learning more. People that had invested or people that are a part of the Telegram. I mean it's just insane amount of traction. So for you when you're going to an event – and I don't know if you dress up. For me, I, I don't usually get too dressed up. I usually wear the Live to Grind shirt, but in this case, I wore the Ship Chain shirt. By wearing that, people see that, and then they're more likely to come up to you. So one little simple hack is wear a T-shirt that has the name of the company on, and, and then that allows you to open a conversation. And doing that yesterday worked, and some people just were curious about Ship Chain. One of the things I loved about going to the Founders event We went to the upstairs, and it was so interesting. So we got to the front door, and one of the rules was you couldn't use your phone. So they actually gave you this lockable pouch where you put your phone in, and you couldn't open it until you went back to the front where they could open it for you. So it forced everybody to have a conversation and not look at their phone. And I I will admit I probably went to grab my phone 15 times in that hour time that I was up there. And it shows like, how much we're relying on our phone, but also connecting with people. You know, when I connect with people, usually if I really do want to connect further and have a conversation, I just get their number or basically have them text me. So then you can actually get to them right away instead of saying, oh, hey, find me on Facebook or connect me on LinkedIn, which I don't do as much on LinkedIn. I have it. I know a lot of, I noticed a lot of people have been doing that. But going directly and be like, hey, here's my number. What I'll do is I'll give them my phone. And I'll basically have them just put in their information or just give them my number and then they can feel free to text me. But that's the way you can instantly get that connection with them. It's – then again, you're just texting them. It's not like you're trying to send them an email because I hate emails. As many emails as I get and people are reaching out like sometimes I get lost, I I have so many emails coming in, so much going on, so for connecting, I suggest if you can, try to actually get the person's number, or at least get connected directly in some way, now we couldn't do that upstairs, because obviously we couldn't get access to our phone, I did like though, that it allowed you to just have these Deep, these conversations about your business and everything else now one thing i notice which where a lot of people make a mistake is they they talk so much about their business they talk so much about what they're doing which is great but people like to share more about themselves so what i like to do is listen i like to listen and hear more about somebody's business and then after i can hear more about their business and about what they're doing i can come at the conversation with a much better angle. I know what they're talking about and I can find the things that I understand or different topics that I have expertise in or maybe something in common. So when I do come back and communicate back to that person talking about their business, I can relate to them in some way. And when you can relate to somebody, there's more likely to be some kind of connection and business from that. So when you're going to a networking event, learn to listen more. Listen more and just learn about more people because when you can, more things will happen for you. And this is another great one. I was having a conversation with a Forbes contributor yesterday, and so many people came up and were pitching their their business and everything else, and we were talking about this. And I said, you know, if people are smart, they would just learn to like not pitch you and show the idea that they have and and just find ways to help. And for me, I've always, for contributors and anyone else – I just try to find a great story for them. And if you don't pitch your own business and find a great story for them, eventually they're going to come and get a story from you. Because can you imagine, like even for me getting pitched for different things for podcast shows or different things for publicity, when people are pitching me, it right away, instantly I put my guard up and I, I really don't have interest in, in having it on the show or giving an exposure. Now – I usually go for things that I want to hear about or things that interest me. So how can you get the interest of a contributor or a podcast show host or somebody at an event where they can see what you're doing and they'd be more likely to get you exposure on Forbes, on Huffington Post, or wherever it may be, or have you on their show? So don't always just be pitching them. Again, it comes down to listening more. And seeing ways you can help that person, which in return, they're more likely going to help you. So don't talk too much. I mean, you wouldn't believe the people that I went up to, and they would talk for like 10 minutes about their business, and they wouldn't give you time to even say a word. And it it was it's quite uh, annoying, I guess, to – so you have to just sit there. And it, unless you had some kind of interest in it, but a lot of people, I get they're excited about their idea, but it's got to go back and forth. Another great thing I learned, real hack, so at this founders meetup that I went to, I went to the back room and I was having, it was an initial taco offering. I had a couple tacos. And I knew if I sat back there, some of the people that want to get away from the crowd would go back there and probably just take a break. So one of them was uh, one of the the founders of Founders. Um, He came back there and we had probably a 15 minute conversation. And we obviously connected because he does a lot of meetups in cities. I've done mastermind groups, events, and we talked for like 15 minutes. But By me just going back to the back room where people take a break, eventually you know people are going to go back there, and you can just be that person that has a a conversation with others. And that conversation, because I was around the person putting on the event, led to some other influential people that came over and, and came into our conversation, which led them to actually ask it about, okay, tell me about Ship Chain. So you get their curiosity, and then, again, you're not the ones that's approaching them. They're coming to you, and then you're just having a regular conversation, and it's not – since you're having that regular conversation, you're just a peer-to-peer. It's different than somebody just coming up to you and pitching you, like, oh, hey, here's my business card. Here's what I do. We should – be in touch. Like sometimes it's so sleazy. It's I hate how some sales are done. Even when people are just handing out business cards left and right, I admit I don't even carry a business card around because if I really want to get somebody's connection, and you guys listening will probably hit me up now. If I really wanted to to get in touch and talk further, I'm gonna just straight ask for your number. Uh, business cards usually end up getting lost. Uh, I do have a few here that I am gonna follow up with, but. I don't carry a card anymore. I just feel like if you really want to get in touch with somebody, you're going to get their number. You're going to contact them right away. You're going to text them. Send them a quick text. What I'll do is – and somebody and I get connected, i will be like, hey, it's Brandon C. Adams. Um, love to connect further and save as this and blah, blah, blah. So then you have that initial connection. And I'll even put for a name, I'll put the name and then where I met them so I won't forget. Because when you meet so many different people, like I even met somebody yesterday that I haven't talked to in two years, I even recognized him. Um, but after getting talking, I did. But it's crazy because you meet so many people over time. Think about how you're going to remember somebody. So when you're going to these events, and if you're, by the way, if you're at South by Southwest now, I'm in Austin, Texas here for the next week or so. Maybe I'll see a meetup. I know I'll probably be meeting up with Joel maybe one more time for um, it's some kind of crypto meetup event. But when you're going to these events, how can you stand out? Whether it's wearing a T-shirt that people will see your business, be like, hey, it opens curiosity. They want to talk to you. Secondly, learn to listen more. Listen more about what somebody's doing and see, based off listening and hearing things that you have in common or interests, then you can attack that conversation in a better way and and being able to relate with that person. And also, if you're going up to any contributors or anybody that's doing, uh, like say, a contributor or a podcast host, don't just pitch them on how great of of an idea that they should feature for you. Like, honestly, Find a way to help them. Maybe get them a story that's not yours. And because of that, they're going to be more likely to come to you and give you a story in the future. It's always the long game. Don't try to go for the quick like win. Um, because again, people that don't know you and you're just like, oh, hey, put me on Forbes or put me on your podcast show. That's that's gonna be annoying and they're they're gonna be like a 1% chance that they're actually gonna do it. So that's all I got for today. I hope you learned a little bit more about connecting. And also, if you haven't checked out our website yet for Success in Your City, go to successinyourcity.com. Check out our list. Samantha and I are in Austin, Texas right now. We're heading to Kansas City next. Uh, we're getting ready for filming our second episode. The journey is quite the journey. It's going to be an exciting year, Uh, many more cities to come, so you can follow our journey there or you can follow it on Instagram or Facebook, it's Success In Your City, and follow everything we're doing. You can see some of our workouts that we do on a regular basis, you can see just on set, or you can just see some of the crazy things that we're doing while going this season. We're learning so much. I'm excited to be able to, after doing all this, look back and just see what we learned and how we can share it with others and maybe for their own travels or anything else that they can learn from and get value out of that. So that's it for today's show. I hope you enjoyed it. And until next time, you all, go out there, create something great and become unforgettable because life is too short not to. I'm Brandon C. Adams. Have a great day, everyone.